Hello and welcome to How Rude, the exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom. <laughs> My name is Jonathan Pernasek, but I am only one half of your hosting team. Who's that over there? <laughs> Thanks for that, John. This is Brandon Shockney. <laughs> oh, it's Brandon Shockney. Oh, Here again. But, but, <laughs> Back again. Still on board somehow. <laughs> <laughs> on board for this Titanic of a project. Yeah. And our, our guest today, uh, would you like to introduce yourself, ma'am? Sure. I'm Marie Maloney. Marie Maloney. Now, Marie, what is your reference point for Full House coming in? What's your relationship with the show. My relationship with the show is that um, I started watching it more when I was in junior high, and me and my sister would sit and watch it like after we got home from school. It was okay. always on, at the time, Fox Family Ooh. channel. Is so that like in syndication? Yes. Yeah. Which is now ABC Family. Oh, oh, ABC Family was it at one used, time. It at one time was Fox Family. Fascinating, fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you would have been more familiar with it after... It had kind of run its course initially? Yes. Or do you remember, like, new episodes coming on the um, air? I, I really don't remember okay. new episodes. I caught it when it was in syndication on okay. cable. Well, when, we had, when we had Willie last time, his perspective on it was he had no real reference for the show, like, pre-Twins. So oh. he was like, I've never seen Michelle as a baby. I don't know what this show is practically. Yeah. That's like the worst time to come on board. Oh, it's where we are. Post twins. <laughs> oh, yeah. post twins. Post twins is too too. There's a sweet spot somewhere in the middle that you need to hit. What that, do you mean by we'll post twins? Like Mary Kate and Ashley? No, the uh, the little blonde twins that Jesse has with his wife oh. Rebecca. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, those twins. Yes. I was like, are we talking about Mary Kate and Ashley Wilson? Or <laughs> the <one>? names that, <laughs> that. I love how in the credits it actually took them a while to reference the fact that they were using two actors. Right, because. She's billed as Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen, Which is such a strange decision. Who made that call? I have no idea. Like, some person behind the scenes was like, yeah, no one's gonna buy it. No one's... Mm -hmm. It's gonna be weird if people are like, wait, there's two of them? (laughs) That makes no sense. Which is actually, what I, from what I've read, like, very common in show business. If you have twins and you, like, get into the biz. (laughs) Do you think they were, um, like, do you think they were, like, trying to, like, cast some TV magic? They were like, no, for years we've kept this a secret. (laughs) The twins are the backbone of TV making. I have no idea. I don't know why those. I still, I still like the idea that like one twin is used for like sad and emotional Michelle, and then one twin is used for like jovial, like happy Michelle. So like. Mary Kate or Ashley is leading a very sad life. Oh. I think. Well, wait. What is it's this a theory? Theory. I was about to say, what is this crazy theory that like? No, theory? it's not a theory. They really, really use different twins for different things. See, there you go. Different scenes. I got lots of full house theories. So like full the house theories. Full full, full house theories. <laughs> um, are you lisping full like theory. Stephanie? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Man, Stephanie's lisp. Okay, well, we're doing uh, an experiment today. Instead of covering one episode, we are covering two because there are just so many episodes <laughs> to get through. Yeah, now, and I 
have that kind of time. <laughs> yes, as do we all. Yes. Uh, th- this is the time that only the privileged have. Yeah. As we all watch the clock tick to our deaths. And <laughs> the first episode we covered was the first day of school. So, uh, Marie, uh, it just in a couple of sentences, do you think you can sort of sum up what that episode was about? Sure. Um, so, basically, Stephanie is having anxiety about the first day of school. She's nervous about what to wear. But then we come to find out she's really more nervous about making friends. Um, it takes a long time for her to get to school in this episode. Uh-huh. Shockingly long. Okay. Uh, for, what, a uh, half hour? <laughs> 24 minutes? Yeah, for a 24 uh, minute show, yes. Show. Um, and when she finally does get to school, her and DJ have a heart-to-heart, and she finally accepts that the first day will be scary, but also she'll make friends eventually. Get over the hump, yeah, Steph, she, yeah. is what DJ says. <laughs> Yeah, it's kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. You also, they, drama queen. <laughs> they end by singing, like, Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, they do. Pretty oh, sure man. it's not that hard. Also, uh, that's very, like, low uh, education level yes. for kindergarten. It's like they're bridging the gap between preschool and kindergarten. Maybe. Like, the first day will go really slow. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to sing songs. Brandon, when you said, it's kindergarten, you drama queen, I thought you were going to say, it's kindergarten, you drunk. <laughs> Drunk. Get over yourself. Sober up Which again. is uh, funny because she had uh, drug abuse issues. As Willie taught us. Yeah. Poor, yeah. Uh, what is her name? Jody Sweeten. Jody Sweeten. Yeah. Check out her book, Unsweetened. Or Willie. Down. Or down. Yeah. Well, no, Willie recommends it. Okay. A well. funny sidebar to that story, um, just real quick. Of her being addicted to meth? Yes. Um. So my brother, Andrew, went to Marquette. Okay. And um, in her book... I think she was doing a talk about drug abuse. Mm-hmm. However, she went and did that talk high as a kite. Well, isn't that like... <laughs> On the, his campus. Isn't that like the perfect like Lifetime movie cliche? Like, I went and I gave yeah. a talk about how drugs are bad, and I was coked out of my mind. <laughs> I was high as a goddamn kite. What does she think? Uh, does she think she is a rock star? I don't know. I mean, he was a freshman when she went and spoke to them, and then like after the fact... It came out that she was high during that talk, and Marquette wow. was like, what the hell? <laughs> it was so disillusioned. Yeah, they're like, we paid you to come and do a, a talk about your drug abuse, oh and you were God. still abusing drugs. That um, is, that's disturbing. Yeah. Uh, I love that it, that is just, it, it's such the rock and roll cliche. I right. love it to death. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't begrudge her a second. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, hey. she got the job done. She said the words, right, man? <laughs> do you, what words do you want me to say for your kids, man? <laughs> yeah, I did TV. <laughs> and then she just like passes out in a room yeah. drool. <laughs> so that was a very good summation of uh, the episode, The First Day of School. Yes. It's not called Our First Day of School, even though it should be, since yeah. they all go. Yeah. yeah. The entire family fucking goes. <laughs> Even Michelle's there. <laughs> Why shouldn't she just go to school at this point? Uh, so right off the bat, Brandon, it's here. Who do we see right off the bat? Best best new character. She's going to be around for a long oh, time. Oh, man. This was the premiere of the, I guess, the dumbest girl in the world is what they set her up as <laughs> throughout the episode. Yeah. Kimmy! Kimmy Gibbler! Kimmy Gibbler! 
Kimmy Gibbler. Smelly kitty litter Kimmy. Yeah, little Kimmy, who's in the slow class. <laughs> well, Stephanie makes a point about how Kimmy is an airhead, but there's nothing that we see in the episode that she doesn't say anything stupid. No. But don't you understand? Kimmy loves the way DJ's mind works. She says it <laughs> twice, I yeah. believe. It's like, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, because DJ's, they're, they're getting ready for the fifth grade, is it? I think they're going I into the fifth so. grade. Well, she's what? She's 10? Yeah. Ten, she's 10. So that's well, and she also says, Dad, nobody brings a lunchbox to the fifth grade. Brr, you uh, stupid fuck. Yeah, we all carry food in our bare hands. <laughs> well, DJ's, Duh, Dad. Duh, Dad, you dumb. <laughs> So DJ says, Kimmy, we should sit in the back row of the class, because that's the perfect place to pass notes. And Kimmy's like, I like the way your mind works. Yeah. Kimmy's got a head of hair on her. Oh, it's curls. what a mop. Curls. You can almost not really tell if she's a boy or a girl. It's oddly unisex. Yes. It's very, it's androgynous, I should say. I think yes. that's a theme throughout Kimmy's portrayal. Yeah. Well, Kimmy will become to known as like kind of a, 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 like a boy hound. Like she like loves boys, loves making out yeah. all the time. But I think you're right. Consistently, she's going to have this like weird look of like, it's not feminine, like under, you know, the, it's not the stereotype of femininity, mm-hmm. but she's not a tomboy. And they're starting no. it off because she's in like full denim overalls. Oh yeah, she always has a weird flirty back and forth with Danny Tanner. <laughs> Ew, really? Oh my god, <laughs> she does. They have like a little thing. They like hate each other. But yeah, they love to. Hate they each hate other. each other. They love to hate <laughs> each other, and especially in the later episodes. Yeah, it's like uh, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> I love you, Danny. Slap. Uh, and they're also glad, or they, they want to sit in the back so they can pass notes, and so they can avoid Arthur Wilcox. Wilcox. Ew. Ew! Which, he's brought up twice We've in their bedroom scene. Ne- we never see him, he's no. never talked about again. So, like, why rag on Arthur? No, you know? poor, poor Artie. Well, I, <laughs> I imagine he goes by Artie. Yeah. Or wants someone to call him Come Artie. on, guys, call me Artie. No way, ew. Arthur Wilcox, ew. I imagine ew is just now the end of his name. Like nice. a junior, you would yeah. put at the end. It's just ew. A nice new tooth, Artie. Thanks, I grew it in in place of the one you punched out of oh, my uh, face. Uh, <laughs> my precious teeth. I do enjoy, though, that they hit... Uh, because everybody has that kid in their grade school that oh, yeah. smells bad and everybody hates. Oh, yeah. So I guess that's Arthur Wilcox. But I was not convinced. When they said this, I was like, oh, no, I bet Arthur's a nice guy. <laughs> Brandon, do you somehow relate to Arthur no! Wilcox? No! <laughs> no, John! Let's move on! This show's over. So Joey and Jesse walk in with Michelle. Covered Michelle. in shit? Yeah, she looks like she's covered in shit. It's like they... But it's dinner, quotes... Quotes around that. Yeah. It's dinner. And they even have a lame joke like, <laughs> apparently Michelle thought like eating dinner was just shoving it into her face. Yeah. And then but pooping she... it out of her butt and smearing it all around. It's poop. It's poop. <laughs> her legs are covered, covered in it. Poop. Her entire outfit is... Co- How did she... She was just eating. Like, was Michelle just like... Like, just, like, touching herself, like, yeah, <laughs> baby Joey, likes din-din. And Joey, <laughs> Joey and Jesse were just, like, watching and cracking up, probably. <laughs> Look at this dumb baby! <laughs> well, that's, Want me to sing Elvis for you? No, no, that's yeah. that's to come. Oh, I Because know. they realize they've never given Michelle a bath. How much time has passed since the last episode? Oh, my God. Babies need baths. Michelle's a pound heavier because she's caked in dirt. (laughs) Oh my god, she's white. She's a white baby. We had no idea. I also enjoy that. So, Michelle's caked in shit. Um, 
Stephanie's just trying on random ass clothes together. Yeah. And Jesse makes a bag lady joke. Oh my gosh, he does? He does. He's like, you look like a bag lady. Whoa. How do, like, how do you make that joke to a child? Yeah, way to, way to take that kindergartner down a peg. Yeah, like. Well, Stephanie's like wearing like this, it's adorable. Like she's wearing a little dog sweater. Yeah, little puppies. And, I'm and like, then she just has like Steph. a weird vest over it. Yeah, she tries to, like, she tries to put like a top on top of the sweater. I'm like, no, Steph, Steph, Steph. Steph, What Steph, she needs on. is a real gay man as opposed to three men who are pretty gay, but at the end of the day are not yeah. gay. <laughs> so Stephanie is having fucking problems with that. It doesn't matter, because now we're going to move into the big bathroom gag. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? Wait, I have some things we need to touch on. <laughs> because before we get to the bathroom, <laughs> Joey and Jesse discuss their post-bathroom uh, plans that they're going to have later in the evening. Uh-huh. This comes before. We're going to have Jesse uh, dating an exotic dancer, yes. and that his date starts at... Midnight. Midnight. A.K.A. I'm going over to her house. If that is a booty yeah, call. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's a booty call. She's going to get out of the club from her fucking date. Well, he refers to her as a topless ballerina. Yeah, he's like, what, am I dealing a ballerina? All right, she's a topless, topless ballerina. ballerina. That'd be a also, weird show. Who, it's at midnight. Who dates hookers? <laughs> yeah. Jesse does. Jesse <laughs> Well, in the or, next, excuse me, topless dancers. Well, I'm sorry. Danny rags on him in the second episode we're going to cover about how he has to come home with someone every night. Yeah. So Jesse's just like a sex addict. He's right. like Michael yeah. Fassbender in shame. He's yeah. like, I gotta have it. Yeah. And I imagine he just, he doesn't have sex with any of these women. He goes and goes to this exotic dancer and they like snuggle together and he talks about how he's a struggling Pseudo father, pseudo daddy, and then he cries into the topless oh, ballerina's boobs I and falls asleep. Oh. I disagree. I think he's totally just having like empty sex with these girls. Yeah. <laughs> just completely. Oh, <laughs> please, <laughs> no, no, please, Daddy, tell please. me I'm sexy. I was covered in shit earlier, <laughs> we, baby shit. We just started, but I already came. <laughs> oh God! Uh, and then <laughs> just stay with me for a little longer. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, it's my house. So, so Je- Jesse's pathetic, but even more pathetic than Jesse, and always, and I hate him, is Joey. <laughs> Joey's pathetic. And the best line, I thought, was uh, Jesse tells Joey that he received a call from the Laugh Machine. Laugh Machine. Which, which, is, where, which is where Joey performs a stand-up. Joey, in, you got a call from the chuckle fuck. Yeah. And hey, in, I want you to come in early. Instead of performing at his usual slot... Of 1.30, he is now to perform at like 8 p.m. or something. 9.30. Which is like prime time. Now my question is, is that 1.30, because they never specifies that 1.30 p.m. No, it's definitely a.m. 1.30 a.m.? Yes, it's clearly 1.30 a.m. We're watching Joey do his PG, like, stupid ass cartoon impressions at 1.30 a.m. to a bunch of drunk people. And... Brandon, I'm sure they love it. I, how many no. times do I have to tell you this? This is not the area of stand. This era, This is a different era of stand-up comedy. I don't. I, don't, I can't comprehend. <laughs> I can't comprehend that anyone would go to a like club at, and stay there throughout the night. Get to 1.30 a.m., have like seven drinks in them, watch Dave Coulier go up on stage and Joey just be Gladstone. Gladstone. It's Joey Gladstone. Uh, Joey Gladstone. Excuse me. Get up there and just like 
laugh your ass off at this. Well, I mean, he's clearly got some clout. They gave him a call. They gave him the heads up like, hey, man, guess what? Someone dropped out. You're next on the list, bro. You're going to get the 930 slot. slot. And Joey's like, oh, that's prime time. What do I open with? And Jesse says, a joke, maybe. Like a real joke, <laughs> not these weird character bits. Yeah. Like you're doing a showcase. <laughs> it's always, it's so funny to me too, like, they have this weird heart-to-heart about, like, their yeah. hopes and dreams, and Joey's like... It slows like, the show down. Yeah, Joey's, like, exposition about, like, all my life, since I was four years old, I've wanted to make people laugh. This could really be my big break. Well, like, it will not. <laughs> and this transitions now into the bathroom scene. Because that's where they have this heart-to-heart. Yeah, because they're in yes. sudsy bubble bath. Oh, my God. While oh. Joey is, of course, wearing loud <laughs> trunks, Like a 16 life jacket, floaties. A life jacket, floaties, uh, uh, goggles? Goggles, yeah. and um, a swim cap. I like to think that he was standing in the tub behind the curtain for, like, 45 minutes in that outfit just being like, oh, I can't wait for Jesse to pull the curtain. This is going to be hilarious. <laughs> Surely this will stamp down my broiling rage. Also, just like the swim cap. Swim caps don't keep your head dry. No. They're to make you go faster. It's just... Why? Just why? It's a gag that would have worked just as well if like Jesse had thrown back the curtain and he, he's taking a shower. It doesn't make any fucking sense because no. they give Michelle a bath. Right. So why couldn't he have, like, pulled it back and, like, Joey has, like, two rubber ducks and he's, like, in the bathtub, full bubbles, and he's, like, squeaky, squeaky. Yeah. Ah, Jesse. Ah, squeaky, squeaky. Also, why is he lying in wait? Like, (laughs) He's lying in wait. And Jesse says, I haven't seen a shower scene this terrifying since Psycho. Yeah. He's not wrong. Uh, (laughs) So, clearly, they dunk Michelle into the bath. The tub is stained with rotting shit. Uh, there's gonna be a ring in that fucking thing that the cat in the hat's not gonna be able to clean out. It's gonna be a fucking nightmare. Uh, okay, so, yeah, and Jesse has that exposition about how he knows he wanted to do music when he saw Elvis on TV. That's when we go into, uh, Elvis. Now, I think this could count as an impression that we want to see if other... Is it just Joey or if... It's do, Jesse. Joey does I know, not but to do... Do we just want to limit this segment of the show to Joey impressions? I mean, yes. Jesse doesn't... Yes, you want yeah, to? Yes. Okay, well, we'll do that later then. <laughs> so no one has to do an Elvis. Okay. Unless, Marie, you'd really like to do an Elvis. I don't. Okay, fair enough. Yes, <laughs> I don't does. want to the do Willie, The Willie Myers tack, yes. No, I mean, I don't mind doing impressions. Good. I, I'll do it if you want me no, to. I, no, only got, if you want to. We got only some good ones to. coming up. Oh, yes, worry. yes, yes. Um, I, like, but this, like, so the song portion of Jesse's part... Goes on forever. ...is painfully boring. Yeah. Painfully. Mm-hmm. Elvis is such a dated reference, even at this point. Like, yes. why is he so obsessed the show with is, Elvis? The show is pulling from a context and a frame of reference that I, I suppose adults in the audience would understand and would know. But they're kind of trying to pitch it to kids, too. Because, like, mm. the show really is aimed for... I Is this really supposed to be an all-ages I, show? Yeah, I don't know who it's for. Because they keep dropping, like, lines like, What the hell? And, like, stuff like that that I would never see in, like, an, an all-ages type show, I feel yeah. like. But it is. It is, though. I, I, it's just all very confusing to me. Yeah, it's, the whole thing is very milk toast with some, like, sprinkling of edge yeah. every now and again. Yeah. I mean, half of these jokes, I think, would go over the head of a kid. They're going to be and, like, what? And Jesse's in a band. Like, he, is, he was in a band in the last episode. We saw, like, his crazy... It was, like, Morrissey meets Cyndi Lauper meets, like, metal. I don't uh. know what the hell it was. 
And the sound of it kind of had like a weird false Bruce Springsteen sensibility. But it's like, so his frame of reference for music is Elvis? Like, you're telling me like Jesse's supposed to be the coolest guy in the room and his rock and roll reference is Elvis. Elvis. He doesn't like anyone else. That's just it. Yeah. That's the king of rock and roll to him. It's nonsense. It's it's very bizarre. And then he sings, and then they're like singing. They, he starts out singing to Michelle, but it like turns into this weird, like he like turns his head to Joey. And Joey's, and Joey's, like, Joey's like, oh, like, you're so good. Joey's like, like he falling in love. On. Joey's so falling weird. in love with Jesse's Elvis. I thought that bit was going to be something where, because Joey was asking, I don't know how I'm going to start out my set. I don't know what I'm going to start with. I thought he was going to con Jesse into doing an Elvis impression. Like, I, I, I genuinely thought Joey was going to be like, you're so great. You should help me open the slot. And Jesse yeah. would have been like, what? Me? I can't do this. And, it, well, if that had been the way the show went, it would have been completely derailed. Because then we would have never gotten to kindergarten. Right. Yes. We got to remember, this this episode's about school. It's about the okay. first day of school. It's a 24-minute show that spends about 70% of the fucking length not at school. Right. Um, Danny walks in on this hunka hunka burn in love Elvis moment. Wow. The... I didn't think it was going to uh, divert into homophobia as strongly oh, as it did. he rears his homophobic head. Yeah, Danny is just <laughs> jaw on the floor, and he's like, what's up, fruits? <laughs> How's <laughs> bath time going? Yeah, like, basically, yes. I noticed uh, my baby's not in the bath, but you two fruits are. are. Yeah, also, like, these are his best friends, and he's making this, like... Obviously, you know if your best friends are gay, so yeah. it's like, it's just a cruel joke yeah. at this point that the writers decided was a good idea. Yeah, Danny's not written to be a very nice person. He's kind of shitty and mean and selfish. He kind of looks to these two as, uh, he kind of looks to these two men in the house as like <laughs> the new caretakers, and he's like, do it. Do the work for me. What the fuck are you here for? <laughs> yeah, I think his thing, his whole de- deal is, a, and it develops more later on, is that he's supposed to be like the uncool one and the responsible one. But it early on, at he's least, just, a just comes off as just being a, like a dick. He calls them sailors. He's like, <laughs> yeah. "Well, oh you have God. fun, you two sailors, you in your fucking fag tub, like." <laughs> Good job lubing up each other's dicks and, like, putting your puckered mouths on your assholes. If I had known I was letting a couple of poofsters in here. Poofsters? British term. British term. I've what are you, never a couple heard of, that. What are you, a couple of puffs? You fucking puffster. That's good. Um, That's good. Also, I'm running it down. Is Danny Poofster. not a morning show host? No, he's a sportscaster. They don't reference it in this episode. Yeah. Okay. But in other ones, he's always saying things like, oh, I gotta go and cover a boxing match or a baseball okay. game. Huzzah! <laughs> we're, uh, we're convinced that that's not his real job. He just tells everyone that. Gotta go do the sports now. And then he goes to like a suicide hotline and like <laughs> talks to sad people. <laughs> okay, because that makes... I had a note about him coming home that late. And I'm like, why is he coming home that late if he's a morning... Even as a sportscaster. New, like... It's like, what, you were covering the entire game? Are you a commentator? Uh, are you an announcer? This doesn't make any sense. Uh, but now I know his his job before yes. Wake Up San Francisco. So. Wake Up San Francisco? It's me, Danny Tanner. <laughs> and my friend. <laughs> my curly-haired friend who will become my wife. Spoiler alert. Or oh, Jeff, Jesse's wife. Oh, damn it. Yeah. You guys. Oh, he doesn't yeah. he? Ah, we'll cover it later. Yeah. <laughs> In really, two years, we'll cover it. Yeah. <laughs> so next day, kindergarten, first day of school, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Well, the, there's the morning of like preparing the yeah breakfast. 
Oh, what's going on uh, at that moment? Remember, there's like the the lunch boxes lunch are box handed thing. out. We got an impression oh, yeah. here. Yes. Um, so, yeah. uh, uh, Marie, do you remember the the lunch box that Stephanie gets? Yes. Um. Uh. It's a lunch box that's clearly just stickers slapped on it. Yeah. They're like, uh, oh, it's a Jetsons lunch box. Jetsons. No, it's not. Yeah. They you, just threw some stickers. They're on They're poor, is um, what they are. They're just, just poor. Yeah. Like, uh, she'll never know the difference. Like, three, the, three in the morning. Did you get the stickers? Uh, fuck. Yeah. They were out of everything else. I got Jetson stickers, 99 cents. Dad, I looked at, I looked at the lunchbox I wanted. That's not it. It's the same thing. Oh, same thing. Yeah. Come on, morning. Poor. I mean, look at that home. That house, that house is beautiful. It has classic uh, double staircase on sitcoms. It's got a, it's got a masthead from a ship sticking yeah. out of the wall. <laughs> they um, have a random barrel. In the middle oh of God. the kitchen. Is that has that it's, always been there? It has I think to so. have been. I think so. It's an eyesore, and it makes no sense. No, like you it's would a trip, trip on hazard. That. Yeah. yeah. No, there's there's some like straight up bourbon in that thing that that <laughs> all the men three tap of into. them. Yeah, and yeah. they all drink out of it, and they all think the other one's not drinking out of it, yeah. but secretly everyone's some just of, uh, drunk. Some of John Jameson's secret batch. <laughs> tap tap tap. Glug glug glug. Burp burp burp. They just happen to have in their kitchen. Uh, and Stephanie, what what lunchbox does she get? It's something similar. Stephanie D- gets Jetsons, uh, and DJ, DJ gets Barbie. Barbie DJ which gets Barbie. Not happy and about. Joey draws the impression line. He says, at Barbie. Yeah, I don't do Barbie." But what does he do? Welcome to this segment where we oh. try to do an impression that's better than Joey's impression. Oh, no. Joey, uh, inspired by the Jetsons, does George Jetson? But we're not going to bother with that because this is the voice he does for George Jetson. The one you're hearing right now. This is a normal. And also, how would you do that impression? I don't know. Jane, stop this crazy thing. Jane, waka waka. (laughs) When he does Fozzie, we'll already be covered. Great. I I enjoy his um, sound work with the like. You enjoy that? (laughs) Let's just let's just let that let's just let that (laughs) settle. For a second, we'll process that. <laughs> so you're a fan of this police academy uh, sound effect work for his uh, like spaceship. Uh, he 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 flies the, the lunchbox over to Stephanie oh. as if it's a spaceship. Yeah, and he does like a little like. Yeah. <laughs> right, sure. According to Marie, it's like a little. It's like a little mouse's dustbuster. <laughs> yeah, it's it's master work. Oh, okay, Brandon. Well, let's begin. So Joey does Astro. Uh, We all remember the beautiful dog. I actually don't remember their voices very well. Uh, Well, let's let's start with Brandon. So I'll give you a phrase. Uh, Astro's catchphrase was, I love you, George. But remember, he would say, I love you, George, because he's a racist dog. (laughs) (laughs) He would. He would say, I love you, George. All right, Renny. Yeah. Do you want to just let it feel it? Become Astro for a second. Do you want to warm up? What? No, I'm got it. Uh, for the record, uh, you can't see it at home. Brandon just held up his little paws and <laughs> licked, licked his... his chops. Yeah. <laughs> the thought of a bone does give me pleasure. <laughs> All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. I love you, George. <laughs> I love you, George. <laughs> what? I don't know. It's just, it's you... basically a knockoff of Scooby fucking do. You gave George like a V at the top. Yeah. You're like, George. I you, George. German Astro. I so you. here's here's my Astro. I <laughs> what? I really thought I was gonna do it. Kermit the Frog. Kermit. Oh, Mickey. Oh, Mickey. I I love you, George. I I 
love you, Rorge. He does say Rorge. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. word has an Son o- of a B. It's an R, it's not like, a it's B. Like, it's like, Rye, it's Rye, love you, George. It's George. I love you, George. Right, no, this is Marie's official turn. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Do you need a warm up? <laughs> I'm nervous now. What, it's like, what helps if you pause? All eyes pause on me. up. What did you do to die today? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I love you, George. All right. Uh, it wasn't, the, it yep. wasn't okay. the best. Okay. I think it's I th- no Joey Gladstone. <laughs> no, it's no Joey Gladstone, who has the sound effects that you admire. You're like, huh? You want to like take a workshop with, with Dave Coulier? And Maybe. he's like, he's like, all right, Marie, uh, welcome. You're the only lady in the class. <laughs> I'm just a huge Dave Coulier fan from the Thirteenth sure. Year, which is a Disney Channel original movie, which helped make me gay. <laughs> It was about a 13-year-old merboy whose shirt was always off, and I was like, The 13th, the 13th year made Jonathan Bernstein gay. Yeah. Let's, hey, I mean... everyone everyone has a catalyst world, at some point. And the movie Wild America. You're not born this way. Where they discover their sexuality, and that's just yeah. happened to be John. I wasn't born this way. I blame I, I watched the, the 13th, 13th year. year, starring Dave Coulier. All right. As the dad. We uh, gotta, we gotta, let's get to school. Okay. Yeah. Go. Stephanie doesn't want to go. Danny is like, at first he's like, okay, we'll go. DJ, you're taking her on the bus. I'm like, no, it's her first day of school. He should be going with her. Um, why the hell is there no picture? Did you not get, have your, like, I feel like everyone's mom takes a picture of them on the first day of school, or dad, in sure. this case. Dad's, um, uh. Dad's, uh. The, no picture taken for the first day of school? Well, he does what? do the video camera. Like, he, yeah, he gets the, it on camera, yeah, which is weird. another, like, parent thing to do. Right. But I don't, I don't know if I had a first, like, walking out the door photo. Oh, I don't think I did. Maybe that's just my family. But my mom always did a first day of school picture in, like, the very same for spot. For every year? Yes, for every year. <laughs> Brandon. See the progression. It's okay, John. I had, my household had a wall of Brandon. That showed me throughout the years. I don't, oh. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, well, you brought oh. it up, so this is classic only child syndrome. No, it's by not. The by. No. Yes. Absolutely. I just, I just, there was, uh, you know, your school picture each year. They were all like done in like order, so you could see my oh, awkward progression wow. through puberty. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> my you parents at least changed ours out. <laughs> speaking, speaking of puberty, uh, let's talk about. How Jesse lost his virginity at 14 years old oh, yeah, to a be- college girl at a drive through The story, you <laughs> think... Wait, drive through or drive in? Drive drive through would be horrible. <laughs> like, he's, like, popping... He's like, sex. he's, like, popping tater tots into her a mouth, like, while in her. Okay, yeah, it's a drive-in. The way I thought this joke was going to play out, it's so long. He sets up this huge story about... Come on, Steph, you know, I know that first times can be scary, but you can also learn a lot. They can be exciting. I remember a first time when I was 14. Yeah. And it's such a long setup. Setting this up in front of a child. But I thought the reason they were setting it up like that was he was there was gonna be like a turn and it was gonna be a completely innocent story. Like like someone taught me how to like drive or something. I thought there that was gonna be like the gag. Right. Like Danny's horrified, but then he has to be like, oh thank God. Yeah. Woof. Um not Turns out, not at all. Yeah. He was about to talk about how he was going to put his 14-year-old cock inside of a pedophile. <laughs> a fucking pedophile. College girl? In what world can a 14-year-old bag a college girl? Have you met Jesse Stephanopoulos? <laughs> huh? Have you? Stephanopoulos? That hair. 
That hair. Ooh, have this, mercy. Have okay. mercy on that hair. The Ooh. hair, too, if we can just talk about it for a second, is dated even for then, I feel. Yeah, I feel like it's that weird feathered... It's 1987. I feel like we're still in that metal head, like metal band. Yeah, but it's still a little rough, even for 87. Yeah, it, he's not I doing it like. full feathered. It's sort of just sort of falling as it lies. Yeah. It's very thick. Because, like, 87 is late 80s. We're almost to the 90s by this point. Yeah. It was never... The, like, 90s, it's not I think we're. I think we would be surprised as to how long those trends held on for dear life. Perhaps. Especially guys that were, like, outside of the show business. Yeah. Like, you know, Jesse wants to be there, so he's like, yeah, I know what I'll do. And it's like, Jesse, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to work for you. Um... So but we enough got that, on his hair. We got enough about that. We, we go to kindergarten. Uh, Stephanie is, she's still very reluctant, despite the fact that Danny has gone with her. All of the uncles show up in oh, succession. they do. But before she gets to school, mm-hmm. they have a awkward, long, over-the-top, fiddler-on-the-roof rendition of... Oh, my God. Sunrise, Sunset. Uh, Marie, how could I have forgotten it? <laughs> it's easily one minute long. <laughs> They sing, of them singing Sunrise, Sunset. They start with like, Is this the little girl I carried? Yeah. I mean, to get from there to the end of the chorus, yeah. that's a big chunk of that song. Also, no, audience loves it. No normal child would put up with that bit for that long. And they They'd don't. Be like, <laughs> They're like, but the, They just like are silent and like, Okay, bye. You guys are um, weird and gay. <laughs> yeah. Most people would be like, Stop. Yeah. I, just, I didn't even know how to feel about that. I was just like, What? What is happening? It comes out of nowhere. It's and it, disconcerting. It serves no purpose. No. Uh, so when they're at the kindergarten, uh, which apparently is either adjacent to or connected to DJ school, which would make sense, except for the fact that later we see DJ climbing over the fence into the kindergarten playground. So I don't really understand what the geography is oh, yeah, of this yeah. ridiculous school. school. Whatever's convenient yeah. for the plot. Well, Stephanie's very nervous, and she says... Is this like when you're at the doctor and they give you the lollipop before the shot? And I'm like, Stephanie, you dummy. They don't give you the lollipop before the shot. They give you the lollipop after, after the shot because you that's put in the work. work. Yeah. You do- what bratty doctor is she going to that's like, uh, here, all, the, all of the uh, candy. Uh, yeah. Also, there's that just <laughs> yeah, god-awful... Great lollipop pin. Uh, 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 stop it. Right. There's that god-awful slide, which is like barely... Barely a slide. Barely a slide. It's just a piece of tiny metal. Really. Bob Saget looks annoyed in this scene. He looks <laughs> oh, like he is absolutely. on the on the edge of just being like, fuck this. Yeah, fuck We've this done show. this 16 times. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I, how long do I have to do this? Eight years? Uh, so Jesse shows up. He's trying to encourage Stephanie to get along with the kids. Yeah, and apparently he reveals he's a part-time exterminator. Yeah. This Why is did we not he... know this? This is how he makes his living? I mean, it's more than what Joey's bringing to the table. Joey apparently does not work for no. a living. He's not getting paid by the laugh machine. Don't fucking tell me. If he <laughs> went to the 930 that. slot, what, do you get a cut of the bar? <laughs> Fuck that. None of his friends cut are coming. No. Yeah. Oh, you're going to go see Joey tonight? What are you talking about? Joey who? Joey. <laughs> even his friends are like, I don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I um, know like 10 Joey's. <laughs> Danny says, so, oh, oh, I was going to say, Jesse's gambit to get the kids to like Stephanie is he goes over to this tray where there's empty milk cartons that we're supposed to pretend are filled with milk, <laughs> even though they're clearly not filled with milk. There's a sign that says milk, 20 cents. Excuse me? 
are you selling the milk directly to the children? <laughs> yeah. What is this profit that the kindergarten is getting from this milk nonsense? <laughs> oh, it's, it's some like underground, the teacher, it's Fucked illegal. Fucked up bullshit. Yeah, selling the it at a profit. Like, yeah, look at all these dimes. Oh, sweet dimes. Uh, making it rain, mm. it hurts, and it smells. Gling, 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 gling. What was that? That was the dimes falling. Gling, 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 well, there's gling, this gling, weird, gling, like, kind of mapping of free milks that, like, Jesse says are on the house from Stephanie, yeah, the on coolest kid of, in, yeah. in, like, class, to, you know, buying people beer, like, giving free shots or free beers. That's did, just, like... I didn't think of it that way. Very disconcerting. Hey, man, he's a rock and roll musician, man. <laughs> right. That's how you get the babes, man. Which is why he eventually just goes into, like, approaching a single child and trying to, like, woo... The child oh, into yeah. being, being Stephanie's, Stephanie's friend, friend and also future lover for well, him. Well, <laughs> oh god! So right before it happened, I made a joke about how, like, hey Jesse, maybe don't go up to this random kid and talk to her because it's going to come off kind of pedophilic. Yeah. She imme- this little girl immediately blows a whistle and says, "Stranger danger!" Yeah. Because this was the late '80s when we taught kids that being molested was a thing that could happen to you. Right. And this little girl's like not putting up with it. Yeah. I don't fucking know. You don't fucking. T- what are you fucking touching yeah. me for? I love that. That's not a- your daughter. That's not your daughter. I yeah. love that she has a rape whistle. Like, yeah, already. <laughs> she's 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 been trained well. Yeah, she probably has lesbian mothers who are like, there are men out there that will ruin <laughs> they will, you. They will try to hurt you. And if this isn't all enough, now DJ's trying to bounce. Um, she takes she takes like <laughs> tries to hop a fence. Um, Great plan. Yeah. Uh, and How did so, she get out of class? Like they watch those kids pretty closely in the fifth yeah. grade, I think. And, and and the reason why she's bouncing is because Uh-oh. she's in the smart class. Oh, oh no. no, DJ, life is hard. And she's in a on class full of Brandons. All, she's the only blonde, guys. What a weird she's random thing to throw in. She's the only blonde omelet head. Oh, man, they hammer the omelet head Well, joke. she says egghead That's, first, right. but then she says omelet head twice. It's not About funny. About three times. Yeah, she <laughs> says like, it at least... Omelet head's her new catchphrase at this point. Well, Kimmy's not in the smart class, and we all know that... That is because Kimmy is a, a big, smelly dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's flat out says it. She goes, oh, that's because Kimmy's a big, stupid dum-dum yeah. who smells like eggs. But what a weird, like, why does being the only blonde matter? Since it was the does, dumbest line. Like, it's so strange. No, doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, DJ is is trying her best to get Stephanie back in, even though she's having her own reservations. Yeah. Also, by the way, this whole scene, DJ is dressed like a sister wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Jean on Jean. Oof. Like, yep. Is it a one piece with like a weird fake no, in the middle? No, it's definitely a two because she has like the knot, the tied, um, like. Oh, my God. J- like Jean blouse. Yeah, I wrote down it's like a, it's a full denim, but it made me think of Little House on the Prairie for yeah. some reason. She's dressed straight up like the mom Duggar from the. The, like yeah. nineteen kids and counting. Well, whatever. she's not showing an inch of skin. I feel like she even wasn't it long sleeved too. Uh, or was it I short think it might sleeved? be like like about here. It's like someone designed it thinking little girls must not show any skin, yeah. not even ankles. Yeah, <laughs> denim down to your muddy feet, <laughs> <laughs> or you're a witch. Um, so at this point, Stephanie's been telling the kindergarten teacher that every dude that walks in, Joey, Jesse, Danny, she keeps saying, "Oh, that's my dad." Yeah. And this is why we understand that the house is confusing for children. 
Because Jesse is Uncle Jesse. Why wouldn't you introduce Uncle Jesse as Uncle yeah, Jesse? this is my uncle. But Jesse. then Joey walks in and it's like, who's Joey? He's not really my uncle Joey. Yeah. We call him that, but he's not my uncle. Also, how are all, like Joey, Jesse, and Danny coming to Stephanie's kindergarten and not communicating about it? Yeah, they don't They're seem like, to have any what reference. What are you doing here? Like Danny says, "What are you doing here?" to Jesse and Joey when he sees them. Yeah, there was no plan here. Like, it's no silly. plan. <laughs> Uh, and the kid, well, the kindergarten teacher keeps saying, "What the fuck's going on?" It's like, well, I don't know. Take control of your class. Yeah, yeah. Take- also, kids are just one- running around that classroom. Yeah, yeah. nothing's going on. No, and no learning is occurring. She makes a comment like, "How many fathers can one girl have?" I don't even know if she says that. But Jesse makes that shitty joke of like, yeah. "Hey, Elizabeth Taylor's daughter had seven fathers," and it's yeah. like, "Fuck you for your slut shaming." What the fuck yeah. is that joke? <laughs> that, again, a bad joke for baby boomers who like really shouldn't even laugh at jokes like that anymore. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor? What I mean, a, my God. Yeah. What a dated reference. But um, then it's fine, you guys, because DJ and Steph talk it out, and then we we end it on a nice itsy-bitsy spider yeah. moment. Uh, there's uh, a little girl in the background of the class that has the biggest fucking, like, 1980s lady talk show host glasses, glasses I've ever yes. seen in my life. The glasses where it's like, here are my eyes, but the lenses go down to my chin. Uh, Makes that, no sense. That poor little girl was legally blind. She had <laughs> uh, extreme astigmatism. Um, let's let's dive immediately into the second episode that we covered today, which is called uh, The Return of Grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon, do you want to try and... Uh, Go ahead and summarize this one for us. Sure, sure. So I, I guess the guys have gotten used to uh, settling into this like new family lifestyle, um, and they're all not kind of keeping up their end of chores. Uh, so the house is in shambles, um, so much so uh, that uh, when Grandma comes in for a surprise visit, she's disgusted, <laughs> gets the other moms of uh joey and jesse to come and assist her in making the the dads of the house take responsibility and be normal adults (laughs) instead of man children who man children fucks (laughs) who care about turtles and yogi bear Uh, that's a very that's that's a very good summary uh this episode starts uh with some Classic world building. Yep. <laughs> We're just going to see a moment. Just a moment in the house before... It's a Saturday morning cartoon moment. Before the plot train just gets started. I'm shocked, and I didn't realize this. I don't know if it happens in later episodes or not. Uh-huh. I can't believe Joey always matches the mannequin behind, like in the background. Uh, yeah. yeah Does, is that forever? That's a thing. I feel like maybe they drop it at a certain point. I think Joey oh moves into the basement God. at one point or the garage. But that, that mannequin, yeah, they continue that. So the logic being, as I think we've talked about this before, Brandon, that he would have to have two of everything. At least, the, is he wearing bottoms or is the mannequin just wearing the, the, the shirt? The mannequin's wearing the it's entire full, Yeah, the oh whole outfit. God. So Joey on his comedian salary, his laugh machine slots, what is he going down to the thrift shop and, and being like, both. I'll take two of everything? I, well, I'm wondering if the mannequin is part of his act. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, and that's yeah. why he has to. He has that goddamn be wearing... fever later in the oh, the woodchuck. The woodchuck, excuse and me. And we've seen his duffel bag of props, which has a rubber chicken in it. This was in the la- classic <laughs> rubber chicken. Oh, classic rubber chicken! Thank God. He's probably like, got a can with like <laughs> coiled snakes. spring snakes. Yeah. Um, so he's eating cereal. One thirty a.m. He does that at one thirty a.m. Just a reminder. 
Just a reminder. I bet they love it. It's 1987. I bet they fucking <laughs> love it. But you're like in the audience going, no, no, no. No, kill me. They're eating cereal, the girls and Joey, out of giant saucepans. Yes. With wooden spoons. Makes no fucking sense. Yeah. If you want a ton of cereal, fine. I can get right. it. No, well, I think they're doing it because there's no clean dishes. That's a very good point, Brandon. <laughs> I don't understand why I couldn't. So what they did was they buried the lead on that. Yeah. See, what they do is they 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 expand the focus of the show. Right. This is great writing. <laughs> this is great writing. Yeah. I know I did this earlier, but do you guys like my new character, uh, which I call the Spirit of Rock and Roll, who sounds like this man? <laughs> yeah. It's the Spirit of Rock and Roll man. Who's just like... <laughs> Beb. Just possessing Jesse at different times. Jesse, uh, tell them that story about how you sat on that woman's face in a, in a sonic drive-thru. Beb. So, so we got we got uh, some impressions here oh, to go back to that segment. Um, because they're watching Saturday morning cartoons and there's this whole debate on if uh, Yogi Bear is better than Bugs Bunny. Joey thinks Yogi Bear is better. He mm. is wrong. He is wrong. The definitive answer is, of course, Bugs Bunny. Well, yeah. Joey, um, it's like this like shitty commentary on, like, isn't this clever that we're talking about how cartoons are kind of silly? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. your show is kind of nonsense. Yeah. So for you to snarkily put down cartoons is... Right. Yeah, come on. And, like... Having an analytical conversation with the girls about the cartoons and him, like, the punchline being like, that rabbit's got a death wish is like. Marie, do you realize oh. where Joey, where do you, do you, where do you think Joey lives in the house at this point in the show? Do you know I, where he lives? I think he lives upstairs. No, no. He lives right behind that couch where they're eating breakfast in the alcove. That alcove with all that <laughs> stuff? With the mannequin. He's like created a weird shanty town. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey's not getting laid. No. How do you bring a lady home? No. I, he's no he doesn't. Have, he doesn't have sets at one. He had. He has sex at the laugh machine. That's the only thing I can think. I don't think. No Joey one's gonna has... bring Joey home to Joey, their place. He has to have sex at the laugh machine. Joey doesn't. In the have sex, in the guys. bathrooms. The in a dirty, stall. Dirty Ugh. laugh machine guys, bathrooms. Guys, let's get real. He's not having laying sex at all. Anybody. No. He's not laying anyone. <laughs> no. If they're smart. No. So That's we, absolutely yeah, not we have this focuses on Bugs Bunny, but he does not do a Bugs Bunny impression, which makes me think that Joey cannot do Bugs Bunny. Well, um, but we do Dave get Coolier can't. No, yeah, but Joey's we, a master of it all. <laughs> we do get Elmer Fudd and Yosemite. Well, let's begin uh, with Brandon, <laughs> as we do. So let's get Elmer Fudd. Uh, so what's a good uh, like the hunting? I'm gonna uh, catch rabbits. that wabbit. Shh, shh, I'm hunting rabbits. Oh, yeah. That's it. Okay. Shh, I'm hunting wabbits. Mm. Oh, wait, and there's a lead up. I know the line. Ready? Yeah. Here, we okay, here we go. Shh. Be very, very quiet. That's it. I'm hunting wabbits. Oh, you made him sound like Buffalo Bill from the Silence of the Lambs. Okay, well, <laughs> here we go, John. Shh. Be very, very quiet. <laughs> I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, as he's like touching, his, as he's like touching himself. I feel like this isn't fair. Right, my voice is too high. Well, just you drop know, it, just drop it. it. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. You don't have no, to do the shush. You can cut the shh. Okay. I well, mean, it helps us. <laughs> okay, if it helps. Shh. <laughs> that was good. Oh, That's no. good. We only get one shot. That you only it. get one shot. Do not it. miss your chance to blow. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm scared. <laughs> Let's do Yosemite Sam. You want to oh, do okay. Yosemite Sam? All right, so you, you bombed on Elmer. I, I totally Elmer. bombed, bombed on, on Elmer. On Yosemite right. Sam? Hunting right. What's a, uh, ooh, ooh, I hates that rabbit. That's what he <laughs> says. He says, oh, <laughs> ooh, I hates that rabbit. 
Ooh, I hates that rabbit. Oh yeah, mine's mine was better. He's, 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 he's not that. He's not that southern. Yeah, he he's is not that neither. southern. Nope. Ooh, I hates that rabbit. Ooh, yeah. There yeah. we go. Yeah, 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 all right. I can do gravelly. I can't do low. We can officially pull the shutters down on the Joey segment okay. of this oh, of this God. show. All right. <laughs> uh, let's get into it. The house is laughably messy. <laughs> there are just jeans everywhere. So many pairs of jeans. I, it looks like someone, w- while they were running up the stairs, started taking off their clothes. They're also, like, just <laughs> why? Kind of fuck. <laughs> why all jeans? It's almost entirely jeans. No. The, the way it's like they went to the, the the props guy or whatever the set designer and they said we got to make the house look messy and they didn't have any idea how to make a house look truly messy. Like think about Roseanne. Like when the Roseanne house yeah. was messy, that looked fucking realistic because it just looked gross. There there was stuff thrown around, but not like a pair of jeans on a stepping area of the staircase. At one point, Joey's watching television with jeans draped over the television. Yeah. How are you watching television? No, the TV's gonna, like, overheat and, like, catch on fire. That's how TVs work, right? Yeah. (laughs) Those big box TVs from the 80s. (laughs) Those Um, with the big old butts on them. uh, What? The, like, boxes are, like, they have that huge back. You refer to that as the TV's butt? butt? The TV butt, you know. Oh, what's up? Nice TV butt. <laughs> Ooh, that TV got a butt. Ooh, that TV got an ass on it. So Danny's pissed. He uh, he doesn't understand why Jesse and Joey aren't cleaning the house for him. Because he's such a jackass. He's like, I thought you fucking said you were going to clean this goddamn house. Well, you own the house, Danny. Yeah. If you want the house to look good, don't be a passive-aggressive asshat about if, it. If you start noticing that, like, just pants are on the stair railing, why, yeah. why don't you just... Why don't you pick him up, man? Pick him up, you fuck. Pick him up, Well, bro. we find out that Jesse is not doing his part because he had a gig the night before in oh Chinatown. God. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> where he makes the joke that it was a sweet and sour 16. <laughs> Who did we think we were? <laughs> Who did we think we were in 1987? We just had Reagan at the head of the ship, and we just kicked back our heels and went, it's fine. Yeah. Say what thou wilt. Yeah. Fuck, fuck you, Asians. Which, like, I, I, like, the reference to Chinatown makes total sense because they're in San Francisco. It's the largest Chinatown outside of. Sure. Like, you could do a gig in Chinatown. Yeah. But why did it have to be a sweet 16 party to begin with? First of all, so that you can make just so you joke, can make this sweet right? and sour 16 joke? That is ridiculous. Uh, there's Writers. a lot of jokes that don't work. Like, uh, Danny says, What is this, howdy, dirty time? I mean, uh, yeah. do you even, Brandon, do you even know what he's like, referencing? Howdy, 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 okay, howdy, 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 thank God. But for some reason, I wanted to check it on Brandon. I was, I was like, Marinas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I wanted uh, to check it on I'm Brandon. I'm an idiot. Brandon, <laughs> Brandon isn't in the smart class. He's, a, he's not an omelet. I, I'm with me, it's me and Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah, Kimmy Gibbler is just playing patty cake and drooling on the floor. <laughs> Why does Kimmy smell like cutlets? Oh, she's oh. dripping. Um, this is also where we find out Jesse's long-winded story about being saved by a turtle. That he now has, like, a sexual relationship with. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. He names him Bubba. But, like, why the tagline, I love that amphibian? Because he loves it. And you know why, Marie? Because if it's funny one time, it's funny six Six times. times. We get it six times. Is the laugh track, like, activated on that line? Or Uh, 
Well, I'm sure it is. The audience yeah. members are tasered <laughs> well, to talk, know they need to laugh now. Talk about a show that would never have worked in front of a real life studio audience. Like, if they had not used a laugh track, oh. it would have. If they had gone with the live reaction, you know those jokes didn't land. No. It might have gotten a titter, but for God's sake. I love that amphibian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I love Shut that up. amphibian. <laughs> Fuck you, Joey! Shut sh- 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 your face! Not funny! So, they have to hide the turtle from the girls because they're afraid the girls are going to like want the turtle. They put a pot over top of it. When the turtle starts moving, it doesn't move as fast as a turtle would. A turtle would move in increments. It goes like, thump, thump, thump. It's like, turtles don't move that fast. This is like a, like a weird like radio-controlled magnet machine under the... It's such a stupid gag. It's, yeah, and you see it coming from... Like, so many miles away. Well, fuck that turtle, because Brandon, our favorite catchphrase is back. Uh, We find out that Grandma's on her way. Stephanie knew, but she didn't tell anyone. Why? Let's all say it together. Nobody Nobody asked me! Slap. (laughs) (laughs) And it turns out Joey knew that she was coming, too, and as Joey tells us, hey, nobody asked me! He's stealing catchphrases from a six-year-old. He's co-opting. And also, you're a grown-ass man. Get it together and relate this news to the people in the house. Oh my god! So they're they're like worried that that mom's grandma's coming now. Yeah. So they're like they're like struggling to like go shop and get stuff together. All of them have to go shop. All of them have yeah. to go shop. The entire family. And there's this whole extended bit about how Michelle's coming. So we need everything Michelle needs. They forget Michelle. Yep. And you then see that one coming from a mile from away a too. mile away. And then Danny uh, comes back in and holding Michelle. We think he's talking to Michelle, and he says, "How many times do I have to tell you to tinkle before we leave?" And then Joey walks in. Classic Joey. Head between his and legs. And then he's like skittering, skittering to the bathroom, and then he does a little hop. Is and that jump. his? Is that his Pete walk? Like, whoo, yeah. Whoo, and he goes. Whoo, whoo. So, yeah, your point is well made. Danny knows how to go grocery shopping, right? He could have just gone, and everyone else could have stayed home and And cleaned. But it turns out Grandma's uh, arrival time was fucked up by Joey. He was like, oh, she's coming in at 512, and she goes, no, try 1205, you time dyslexic fuck. Yeah, he's time dyslexic. a time dyslexic joke. Which I think we're actually supposed to take seriously. I think he's not even really telling a joke. I, I think we can from now on assume that Danny doesn't, uh, Joey doesn't know how to tell time. Yeah. Stupid. And then this this whole thing takes a very strange misogynistic turn. Oh, they're Big pigs. Time. Where everyone is like, hey, wh- now that you're here, Grandma, yeah. we're going to bounce. We're going to go see a movie. Um, you clean and cook for us. And I think, doesn't Joey say like, oh, here's a tip. Lamb chops. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. And then Danny's Fuck like, you. oh, mom, you don't have to cook lamb chops. You, you can, can cook whatever, whatever you want. want. Yeah. Wow. What the oh. fuck, dudes? Yeah. Not I mean, cool. so when they come home, I-, I will say the one joke that I actually thought was fairly decent was when, so grandma comes into the house. Brandon just looked at me. You didn't see this, Marie. Ooh. Brandon looked at me with a visceral resentment and hatred that could not be written oh, on no, paper. Why? <laughs> if an author tried to put it in a novel, he could Because he likes this joke, and it's who told the joke is what... Oh, yeah, you hate Joey. Uh, so it's the joke where the grandma's like, why is why is my grandchild a turtle? Because the turtle's in the playpen yeah. where Michelle should be. And Joey says, Michelle needs your love now more than ever. I thought that was kind of funny. It is a little funny, Fuck but you, also, 
Fuck you. Ow, ow, Bridget. How unsanitary to put a turtle in a child's playpen. Oh, yeah. That's a turtle, nasty. A street turtle that you met that day. A street turtle you can get from a pet store. Turtle. A skank-ass street turtle. <laughs> this is one of those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I've heard so much about. He's going to want pizza all the time. His rat dad's going to be coming in here and be like, Oh, hello. It's me, rat daddy. <laughs> I just came from Chinatown. Well, as, <laughs> Where my as you're all doing a terrible splinter. You're all doing a terrible oh, splinter. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not make a funny? <laughs> That's actually a pretty good splinter. Yeah, right? Okay. Let's pound this so, out. So they come back from the, whatever movie they saw. They were like, yeah, we're some, cool. Sunglasses off. Some, like, oh. some like $2 porn theater that they probably went to. <laughs> all the grandmas are here. Yeah, Danny's mom has contacted the other moms. And so the mom brigade. Before yeah. we talk about Jesse's mom, which come on, we got to talk about Joey's mom and the fact that all three of these women say we want a good house. We want a good household for our grandchildren. Hey, Joey's mom, these aren't your granddaughters. Yeah. What the fuck do you she care? Has, she has nothing at home but her soaps. Her soaps and the joke she does with Joey, which is known as which, the Hoover. Yeah, she he acts like a Hoover back. Vacuum, he puts his hands into he, roller there skates. There just happened to be roller skates there. Thank God, or else that guy would have bombed. <laughs> oh my God, she has a, she has slots at the laugh machine too. She gets she gets even better slots. And well, he's can't like, you tell by her voice? I'm Joey's mom. She's got like yellow teeth too. She's yeah. got like she knows she They're smokes. Huge. Her teeth now are let's talk huge. about Jesse's oh. mom. J- Jesse's uh, mom does not have it going on. She's not all I want. No, she looks like a like a bad drag queen. <laughs> What? That's what I imagine should have come out of her mouth. Should have been like, Jazzy. Actually, to call her a drag queen is a disservice to, to drag, drag queens. queens. Drag queens yeah. would have done it better. Much better. Her makeup is too thick. It's like one color on her eyes. It's like bright green just yeah. on her eyes. And her hair is bad. And But I don't understand what she's supposed to be in terms of a stereotype. She is a stereotype. But is she supposed to be a Jewish mom? Is she just supposed to be a broad? Tuck in your shirt. Oh, and more homophobia. Yeah. Because she says, oh, I remember when little Jesse at eight years old grabbed my apron and said, Mommy, can I help you iron? And I, to this day, he's the only one I trust with my blouses. And then Joey says... What, do you trust him to wear him, too? Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck your misogyny and fuck your homophobia. Yeah. And all the dudes, Danny, too, like, oh, uh, fuck you, yeah. Jesse. Oh. <laughs> you purple-dicked motherfucker. Yeah. Have fun in the Castro getting blown by 16-year-olds who just came from the Grand Central Station. <laughs> Castro. What a great so- San Francisco right <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> So, I've already made that joke like at least twice. I can't keep telling Castro jokes. Like, I've been there. Ah, the Castro. What a time. Uh, so, so the moms leave, uh, and then... With a bet made that, like... Yeah, because the threat is, if the guys don't do it, the moms are going to move in... Three more people in that house? And stay for that with them forever. Yeah. Nine people in that house? Yeah. Where's mama gonna live? So... So they, they leave, and then now we get... Well, in another wow. stroke of misogyny, they're told to go shopping. The moms are told to go shopping. Yeah, come on, girls. Go shopping. Go shopping for a few Why hours. Why can't they go to a goddamn museum? Well, I think they do Because they love shoes and hats. Yeah, I, and that's all that's I to them. I think they did go to, like, some sort of panda thing. Because they come and back... the second everyone, time around, they go every, to a zoo. Everyone has, like, 
panda hats. Yeah. Really? This, that they bought. The yeah. second time entirely. they leave, because, yeah. spoiler alert, they don't clean by the time they get back from shopping. Because they misled them, like, the turtles run away or yeah, something the turtle dumb. Gets lost. Oh, that's what happened, yes. Because, yeah, the turtle gets lost and they spend three hours trying to fucking find it. Also, if just you clean, clean on your way. If you clean, you You'll probably find would it. find the turtle. I just, I just wrote in my notes over and over clean, just fucking clean, clean. Just clean. <laughs> this isn't a real problem, you crazy people. Well, and so, okay, so they say, come on, give us one more shot and then cut to. A great cleaning, I feel good montage. It's not even a montage. I thought it would be a montage, but it's not. It's just that shot of them. Yeah, it's a one scene. I was was wrong in saying it was a montage. But I wanted it to be a montage. Wouldn't wouldn't that be more effective? Yes, it's certainly Like you see the house slowly but surely get done. But then we would realize that the maid was doing all the work at that point. So what are they, who are they doing that for? Their own amusement? Like, Jesse's got, like, Honestly, a shitty feather duster, which those never worked. Since their invention, they like never worked. And he's, like, half-assed, like... I'm slightly, I'm lightly touching it against the frame of yeah, a picture. Also, what, like, middle of the wall gets dusty? Doesn't. People's walls don't get dusty, like... Marie, tell the <laughs> truth. Tell the truth right now. How much were you turned on by Joey's enormous ass? ass. Um... In those high-waisted jeans. Mm-hmm. Mm, His I cheeks love, were being choked. Yeah, I love a, a man uh, in some tall-ass jeans with, uh, but like, butt I've never cheek. heard arousal sold better. <laughs> with, uh, like, butt cheek. Uh, basically, camel toe. Yeah, it's like a it's like a but, jean bra yeah. for his ass. Like they're so supported. It, his ass cheeks are so big. Uh, guys, I really I didn't look at his butt that much. <laughs> I hate I hate Joey. Not even his I hate butt. Joey. I don't, I don't even, even have time wanna, for his I don't want to see his face. I don't want to see his butt. Okay, fuck your homophobia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. I just I know this is just a more you of a vendetta. You should be You mother. How dare you? So the grandmas come back from the zoo. They took the girls to the zoo. And they're like, oh, the house looks great. Well, turns out, twist. Twist. They hired a maid. They hired a maid. What assholes. And it's a character actor who I recognized from so many things. I've seen her in a lot of stuff, yes. Um, I can't, it's, of course, classic. I can't name a single other project. But uh, they say something like, uh, oh, uh, Joey says, this is my fiance. And Joey's mom goes, are you going to give me grandkids? And she goes, not for this money. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not going to fuck your son. You pay me real money, and I'll let him, like, come around me, I guess. <laughs> oh, no. And let's hope that, like, if I wiggle a little bit... Come in the vicinity Ew, no. of me. No. Uh, the worst. And, hey, guess what? The turtle's back in town. On a skateboard? He's a teenage mutant ninja turtle. turtle. Yeah. But guys, don't worry. It was just Stephanie <laughs> shoving him in. I didn't want that gag explained. <laughs> I wanted it to be like, he's back. On a skateboard. <laughs> And we get one more uh, instance of I love, love that, that amphibian. amphibian. Yep. All right, let's there we go. Let's shut it down, Marie. What's up? You're our guest. We have a few questions for you. Yeah, awesome. Um, now, who? Now, let's get a quick tally of how full your house was. What? Who we got in the house? As a let's say your DJ's age. Okay. Ten. Ten. Um, I am one of four kids. Uh-huh. Um, my parents are still together, so it was mom, dad. Uh, me, I'm the oldest, so I'm the DJ. Um, me, my brother Andrew, my sister Michelle. What? And my brother Patrick. 
Okay. Uh, did you have to share any? Was it? Did, did you get a sense that like oh, this house is pretty full or pretty crowded? Um. <laughs> you like that? I did. Um, <laughs> I mean, God love my mom. Um, when I was in kindergarten, my mom was home with my three siblings because um. So I'm three, four, and five years older than my siblings. Okay. But they were all babies at the same time, and so like she had like. A three-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. To look all, after while to, you were off at school. While I was at school, but wow. only for half day. Yes. This is kindergarten. Okay. So, like, my mom was home with three babies for years, basically. That and is And that crazy. is a tough job. Well, speaking of the... I, I, I don't I don't doubt it. And speaking of the kindergarten so when you entered into kindergarten would that would you have been able to relate to stephanie like were you nervous or were you like kicking down the door um i was excited about kindergarten uh i made i was uh i made friends pretty easily Uh um i was very much like i am now like pretty outgoing boisterous bubbly Uh, boisterous sassy brassy classic Um, but also (laughs) when i saw the episode when stephanie goes to school i actually thought oh i had an outfit just like her first day of school outfit what does she end up going with? So she goes with like this red dress with a Peter Pan collar and it has like an apple on it. And yep. uh, she has like red, uh, like patent leather shoes and like uh, so- like frilly socks. Okay. That was me to a T. It's been so long since I've heard a collar referred to as a Peter Pan collar, but that is... It is a it, Peter that Pan That is collar. a term. Yeah. That I, is... I still wear Peter Pan collars. Brenda. Um, Kindergarten. What did I I'm wear? I'm throwing it at you. No, I'm not what did you wear. First of all, who cares what a little boy wore to kindergarten? <laughs> yeah. And second, were you nervous? Were you excited? Were you kicking Man, the door down? How do you remember that? I don't. I don't remember. You don't have any I, like vague sense of like no, no, kindergarten. I, I I remember being like very comfortable. I was never like, oh, I can't do this. I, I was a I was a shyer kid, but I was never like dreadful about the kindergarten experience. Mm. Wait, when you say a shyer kid, what does that mean? I mean, I used to, not like Shire as in like the Hobbit Shire. Well, no. But like, oh my, get out of my, get out of my podcast. <laughs> but like, uh, you say Shire kid, I don't know what that means. Well, I was, I was shy. shy. Of- Shire, yeah. as in you were shy. Yes. I really thought he was making a reference to something. Like, I was one of those Shire kids. And I was like, tell me more, tell me more. No. Like, does he have a car? No, I was just shy. Oh, okay. Until probably around. Uh, middle school, high school. Okay. That's when you broke out the sunglasses and you were like, yeah! So, so. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. <laughs> Brandon loves to clean. <laughs> and then I got hit in the balls. <laughs> Which was that sound. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that the only strong memory I have of my flat out first day of kindergarten was... Uh, I, I met a, a girl in my class. We were I think we were coloring in like a, a hippos or like rhinoceri. Yeah. And this little girl looked at me with this fucking mean smug mug of a look on her face. And she was like, um, hippos aren't purple. Oh, like just, like, but it was like mean. It was like very mean. Also, little girl, where's your imagination? Yeah, you dumb bro. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, like, I hate her. I hate you, and that lasted, I'm not even kidding, for years. Wow. We were, like, in high school, and I remember just thinking, no, I still don't like her. She's mean. (laughs) She's mean, and she was mean to me about my hippo. I don't forget. I think her name was Kristen. Remember that, Kristen? (laughs) 
Um, when I, so my first day of school, for, first of all, I went to a Catholic school, so I was very excited to wear my uniform. Oh, okay. But also, I already had a little friend. Um, his name was Chazzy Davis. We, we still know each other. Uh, Chazzy Davis? Chazzy Davis. Snazzy um, Chazzy? <laughs> he is, I, he's not Snazzy. He goes by um, the Chaz He goes now. by Chaz now, but okay. he was, he was my friend the Chazzy. Chaz. Um, we lived down the street from each other, and his mom found out that my family had moved in. And, um, she, like, brought him, it was, like, I'll, I never will forget this to this day. I remember, like, our doorbell ringing and his mom being, like, hi, my name is Anne. I found out that my son is in your daughter's class. And, like, her, like, shoving him oh, into no. our, our, like, home. And he, like, peeking around the corner, like, who is that? Um, <laughs> Put chance a friend for me, <laughs> and Marie. Then, um, I, like, we were really good friends. And Aww. I think my parents, like, really pushed us to, like, be, like love each other. Oh no! Um, so we kind of had like this weird little like little boyfriend girlfriend arranged marriage. I know. Yeah, this it was like, so unarranged. Our two families shall become one. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but we're still like our families are still great friends, and uh, his older sister is my best friend still. Oh, like wow. yeah, we like our um, our families are kind of the same age. We played together. We played good guys and bad guys. Like we so, were... Marie was making long lasting friends first day of school. I was making long-lasting enemies, enemies. And, and Brandon, Brandon was handing it like hiding in like a barrel somewhere. Yeah, being like, huh? "Where's Brandon? I'm right here. <laughs> I'm too shy to come out. <laughs> I'm from the Shire. Oh, a little kingdom of shy children." <laughs> Brandon, uh, let's uh, let's ask your question here. Okay, I like this one. Yeah. Okay. So uh, on the show, most of the characters develop catchphrases, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, much to our chagrin. Now you can answer this one. Of two ways or you can answer both uh did you have a catchphrase or catchphrase as in something you said a lot growing up that was like a go-to yep um and or do you have one now that you say a lot keep in mind when we had willie on here last time around his catchphrase he said he said this all the time was change is bad <laughs> change is bad <laughs> he would tell his parents that change often. is bad well, uh, I did have a catchphrase. I, had, I think I had a couple when I was a kid. Okay. But the one that sticks out in my mind, which is so Stephanie, is uh, when I was a kid, my mom and dad would ask me to like clean something up or um, like do a chore, uh-huh. and I would put my hands on my hips oh, no. and say, "It's not my surponsibility." <laughs> <laughs> like it's re- not my I'm sorry responsibility okay because I, I mispronounce responsibility and they thought to themselves let's get Marie into a speech class shall we it's not my responsibility I can't even do it you sound like a little drunk child like it's not my responsibility well listen it was much more like, like much more gusto like it's not my responsibility <laughs> I like the drunk the drunk oh, asked me, sir, were you driving this car? <laughs> sir, this is not my responsibility. what I do behind the wheel. I'm driving responsibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. I'm going to keep a record from now on of everything that we um, have. It's not my responsibility. So we've got changes bad and it's not my responsibility. That is very Stephanie. <laughs> it's so Stephanie. Nobody asked me. Um, That's great. I'm glad we and then have that now, on the record. I mean, people definitely tell me I have certain catchphrases. Mm-hmm. You, I mean... Have I? Is there something I say a lot that you guys notice? I feel like uh, it's not a catchphrase, but I think I think you guys is actually or like guys, guys, you guys, guys. You, guys. you guys, you guys, you guys. John's is 
Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's my I job. think John's oh also. God. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Sure. Oh, God. <laughs> Do I really say it that much? Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. So mine is yeah. just like, guys. Guys, did you hear? <laughs> We're playing good guys and bad guys yes. down by the rock quarry. Yes. Breaking news. DJ Chazzy Jeff is going to be there. <laughs> Chazzy Jeff. Ch- Chazzy Jeff. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? I'm going to marry Marie someday. <laughs> uh, I really hope he doesn't listen to this. Oh, the chances of that are low. <laughs> chances of that what are low. What are you talking about? Uh, let's see. I think the only other question we had was, uh, okay. for how much how much money would you have to be offered to have sex with a grown Kimmy Gibbler? <laughs> <laughs> so Kimmy Gibbler as she is, let's now? say, right now. <laughs> I think oh, no. right now she's looking far more attractive no, than let's, she let's ever do, has let's on do the show. 18, we should look up images of her Let's do 18-year-old Kimmy Gibbler. So legal let's, Kimmy. Yeah. She's illegal. She's a legal beagle. Um. <laughs> Oh man, that's hard. This is the character um, of Kimmy Gibbler. So you're, 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 you're at a drive-thru. Yep. And you're 14. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, that, that's like that's really interesting because um, I feel like in order for me to want to have sex with her, like I have been attracted to women before. Sure. But there has to be like a like a spark there. There has to be like a something. And with Kimmy, I just can't. See that, but Marie, we're not talking about <laughs> we're not talking about some sort of spiritual connection. Yeah. Okay. We're talking about money, money on the just table. Up money on the table. Well, so okay. then you take her into a room. Five hundred thousand dollars. You do whatever satisfies her. Okay. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it's probably some hard scissoring. Uh, yes. Yeah, my vag would get pounded. Uh, oh, that alone. Two thousand. I'd have to be like compensated for like damages. Damages. <laughs> Emotional duress. Twenty-five thousand. Um, I would have to say these <sighs> figures that you're throwing out are not affecting her. I think she's she's yeah, coming up with her own figure here. Yeah, I, I mean, I if I would definitely do it for like twenty thousand bucks. Tw- didn't you say twenty five earlier? Twenty <laughs> uh, I would do it for the price of uh. Someone what, offers you twenty five, and you're like, a year I of would, college. Okay, here's here's a good figure. I would rather fuck Kimmy Gibbler. Then, uh, not give away, but, like, have one of my eggs extracted and be paid for that. Because you get Fair. a lot of money to donate your eggs. All right. Yeah, you get, a like, ton. A, yeah, you get like, 100000 or something like that, right? A ton of money. I throw that number out there like I have any reference for it. Okay. So, so I would rather fuck Kimmy than donate one of my eggs. Sure. All right. Good logic. Right. So whatever, Kimmy, whatever price... That you would get for donating an egg, which I know it's a lot. One oh, of my that's friends what you're saying. It. You would you would do it for that. Yeah. Okay. So like. All right. Yeah. Whatever that price is, I think it might be like a hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, can we get one hundred? If you want someone, I think one of my egg. friends has done it, and she got like thirty thousand dollars. So I might do. I would do it for thirty for sure. For thirty? Okay. <laughs> just let's just the egg. Sure. I would fuck Gimme instead of donate one of my eggs. From now on, when we ask this question of our guests, I think we shouldn't offer any number at all because I want to see what it compares to. Okay. So, Marie, you said you you landed on 30. Or one one frozen egg. 30 or whatever an egg costs. Yeah. (laughs) 30, I'm writing down literally the 30K line (laughs) underneath the line egg. Egg. 30K divided by egg. Great. (laughs) So, from now on, we won't like. Offer any figures to these guests? Okay. I want to see how they compare. Like, what if someone was like, 500 bucks? <laughs> or like, eh, 200 bucks. I'm poor. So are you asking every guest how much? We'll get someone. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. We'll get someone. Why not? All right. Well, Marie, thank you so much for coming and being our uh, second guest 
Thank on you the podcast. Me. Uh, Brandon, uh, do we know what our next... Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if we're going to end up doing two more episodes. Uh, maybe we'll uh, play around still, but... Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the uh, the at least the uh, synopsis for the next one here. Which is called? Which is called Sea Cruise. A male bonding fishing trip turns into a party cruise with a female skipper and a girl rock band aboard. Oh, oh man. Exciting. Oh, boy. Love boat. <laughs> Lightning Exciting in a bottle. <laughs> Lightning in a yeah. bottle. All right. Well, How bro- many of those girls are? is Jesse going to bang? How oh. many of those girls will wind up dead oh. at the bottom of the lake oh. at Joey's hand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brandon, this is the part of the show where yep. you, I, and the guest uh, say How Rude together at the same time after I set up by saying, uh, we'll see you next time on How Rude. Mm-hmm. So, Marie, I think you understand how that mm-hmm. goes. And I explain it every episode how that works. So we will see you next time on Rude Hound. I hate you, Brandon. You're the dumbest. <laughs> We're going to do it again. And Brandon, Brandon, <laughs> we're going to do it again. Okay. And this time, yeah. you're going to do it right, or else I'm going to toss you to the sharks <laughs> of Sea Cruise, our next episode, yes. which we will cover next time on Bill for Rude. Sale 20 Cents. I hate you! <laughs> <laughs>